Welcome to the PharmSafe podcast brought to you by the Great Plains Center for Agricultural Health. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and we've been talking with pilot grant recipients about their projects to support farmers' mental health. For today's episode, I sat down and spoke with Yenny Lang about her academic track pilot grant. The academic track is for students, staff, and faculty of academic institutions who are creating new agricultural safety and health knowledge or assessing best safety and health practices to prevent illness and injury resulting from agricultural work exposures. As a PhD student in 2020, Yenny received a pilot grant for her project called Examining the Role of Agricultural Cooperatives in Protecting Farmers' Mental Health. Cooperatives provide farmer members market stability, technical support, and support networks, and Yenny wanted to know if and how these supports affected farmers' mental health. Thanks for talking to me about your project, Yenny. Can you introduce yourself and tell me where you're working now? Hi, uh, my name is Yenny Lang. I am an epidemiologist in occupational health and safety in the uh, Department of Public Health in Wisconsin, but I'm actually working for the University of Wisconsin-Madison campus. Tell me about your pilot grant. How did you get the idea for it? During my last couple of years, PhD studies at the University of Iowa College of Public Health, my research project was focused on farmers' mental health. The goal of that project was really try to understand from a, um, at a community level, but also from an organizational level, what are some of the resources that are available, already exist at the, at the communities that can potentially help farmers mitigate mental health risks because the context of the project really started it at a time where we had hear a lot of, at least from the news media, of farmers' um, depression and suicide. In the Midwest, and especially like, um, for instance, like in the dairy state up in Wisconsin, where I am locating right now, we had a lot of small size uh, dairy farmers that uh, was really in uh, financial trouble. So that lasted for a, a couple of years. And in addition to that dairy sector, there's also um, the grain uh, sector as well that were impacted by very low market prices for a few years. So financially, farmers were suffering. And then, of course, then in the rural setting, there's also a concern with the support networks uh, getting smaller and smaller. So the question for my project was try to really figure out what can be done at the community level that might be able to be more effectively to um, carry out these conversations about farmers' mental health, because we know it's kind of stigmatized topic. You know, we've been talking all month about mental health and the importance of sharing resources people can use when they're dealing with stress. I like hearing about your project since it focuses on identifying what support systems are already in place that are helping people. Then we can help kind of support and promote those so people can get help earlier on and and maybe we can lessen some of that stress. I am also interested in hearing about your experience as a student getting a pilot grant. Can you talk a little about that? It's an interesting process, and it's, it was not an easy process for sure for a, a student that tried to figure out a research project. But at the end, I would say it's totally worth it, and it's really very rewarding process to go through and to learn what you can do with a research question and then what you can see you are doing to uh, try to get a funding why did you need a grant for this project? What were you able to do with the funding? The big part of that funding I spent on was recruiting um, 
for for my project because we try to reach out to farmers and farmers are busy and they're not always available for taking a survey or getting on the phone to answer your questions. So uh, with the pilot grant, I was able to uh, work with the Iowa uh, Social Science Research Center and hire those professional um, interviewers that who actually spend time calling farmers and recruit farmers and uh, deliver the survey on the phone. So that really without the funding, I would not be able to do that because it's very expensive to pay <laughs> interviewers to call people up for you and then they had to call the farmers multiple times and it's not always easy co-calling people and convincing them that this project is worth it and then really their feedback would be helpful so even with that help and we also got um, a lot of farmers just said no we're not interested but eventually I mean with the persistencies we were able to generate some interest yeah, so recruitment and then the compensation. Also, we uh, compensate farmers for their time. So that was the biggest two expense items. And then another component was paying um, access to uh, uh, contact information so that we know who to call and uh, where, how to reach the farmer. So that's really a very critical piece of it, having access to the contact and then being able to had the staff to call potential uh, participants and then actually deliver the surveys. What did you learn from the project? Any big takeaways? I think a uh, takeaway from the research side of it is really is very interesting. We recruited co-op and non-co-op farmers. The question was, does belonging to a co-op impact a farmer's reporting of stress and depression? And our finding was, yes, um, co-op farmers tend to report lower stress and depression. And then the other questions we asked was, does using services and engagement programs from co-ops and non-co-ops impact a farmer's reporting of stress and depression? And then that's interesting because it really depends on um, what type of programs that they use. We also asked whether satisfaction has an impact. In fact, it does have a greater impact than the amount of services or the number of services or programs that they attended. And then finally, we also were interested in social support because, again, social support at a larger, at a community level. And that's also an interesting finding as well. So people intuitively, we say, yes, social support is helpful to mitigate stress. And then we also see that in our data as well. That's uh, from the data side of the takeaway. But I think there's the other takeaway I would want to emphasize as a PhD student trying to figure out their whole idea, like what kind of project that I would really want to spend time on and try to figure out uh, how to tackle these research questions that I had and how I'm going to execute that from the idea to the data collection to really having the data analysis and writing up your report. I think. The pilot grant is a great, great um, opportunities for me, at least personally, to go through that because I think without going through that process, it's hard to really imagine like how does a research questions turn into a um, publication. But going through the whole process of trying to develop a 
grant proposal, figure out what to put in the grant proposal, try to convince the grant reviewers that your um, ideas are worth it of pursuing and try to convince them that it would be really helpful to get the funding. So that's really a great um, skill set to develop. So that's for the grant writing piece of it. But then once you uh, I got the money, then there's another um, great experience attached to it, which is try to figure out how to manage the grant money. How do you um, figure out who to work with to help recruit your participants? Because participants don't just come to your door say, I'm interested in your study, even though you compensate them. People are busy and people have a lot of priorities. So that's a great way to, again, to experience that. How do you navigate all these little hurdles that is out there for you to figure out as a PhD student? So the piece of recruiting participants and trying to figure out how to work with community members is really rewarding because I think that kind of really led me to open myself and talk to different group of people and people interested in ag and interested in farmers' well-being. So really try to meet people. And I naturally am a bit shy personally, I would say, but I think going through that process of trying to figure out who can help me to promote my study really let me out of my comfort zone in a bit. So it's interesting. Definitely, um, I would um, encourage if any uh, PhD students who are interested in ag and safety and health would go through that process because it's really very meaningful. Do you have any recommendations for students who may be thinking about applying for a pilot grant? I think I would just say, even before writing the proposal, maybe talk to the professors or the staff members at the center that you are actually thinking about this type of project and and hear their feedbacks. Again, I think people really are very willing to help the students out. And I know people are busy. Everybody's busy, but I think also people is also very willing to help. So I think sometimes as a student, we just have to be a little bit more like out there and to, to, to share what, what our thoughts are. And then I, I definitely highly recommend to reach out to the centers, uh, center staff, and, and even the uh, people that might, who may not be at your community, community it, it could be like your professors or anybody on campus that you feel like could get you some positive feedback that would be, I would reach out to those people. As we wrap up, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share? I would say one thing. I think, um, I guess step back at the college level when you're still in graduate school and thinking about like, what would I want to do once I'm graduate? So, and then also how would I want to make my research relevant to the people that I'm really uh, interested in helping? I think, for me, um, it was really health. I, I draw the connection and my more meaningful to me, it was when I start talking to the community members and talking to farmers and share my interests about these studies and then let them hear it and then also ask them for feedback. I think people appreciate that. They appreciate that someone is interested in uh, in their well-being and also someone is interested in uh, and in hearing their uh, feedback and, and asking them for inputs, I think uh, people welcome that type of genuine um, open communication. And so I think I would encourage if students that who might be interested in this like uh, community engagement or had an interest to work with communities to just be brave and go out there and then introduce yourself. And that's how I started it. I didn't know anything about dairy farming. I, I honestly didn't know any dairy farmers. So I basically just called people up. And called a uh, different 
co-ops and different pharmacy group up and say, can I come meet with you? Can I talk to you about my study? So people are really very willing to help and willing to, um, to get feedbacks if you show a genuine interest. Thanks for talking about your experiences with your pilot grant and showing how it helped you investigate these systems that support the mental health of farmers. We have compiled resources in this topic for our listeners. If you, your friends, family, neighbors, or customers are experiencing stress, check out the links provided in the episode resources section of our website. We've linked to farmstress.org, which provides farm stress and mental health resources for the North Central region of the U.S., This website includes regional resources and state-specific services, depending on your needs. We've also linked to a resource page at farms.com, which provides farmer-specific mental health and crisis resources, support groups, and hotline numbers for each U.S. state and Canadian province and territory. We've also provided a link to the pilot project page on the Great Plains website. Check out this page to find out more about pilot projects and opportunities for funding. There's contact information on the website, so please reach out if you have any questions. Original music for the FarmSafe podcast was written and performed by Ben Schmidt. This work was funded by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention as part of the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health's Great Plains Center for Agricultural Health. 